You guys have balls. Oh, yeah, baby. John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver Kool-Aid. Can I start by just saying that I am I, I just um, personally opposed to the, oh, baby. Um, Why is that? I just wanted to. I wanted to say that now. I, it's just its depiction of of uh, Drew, um, yeah. and uh, I don't like to, for him to be portrayed that way. I don't think yeah, so. I don't really like the uh, "you guys have balls" because yeah. I just think of uh, yeah. Lloyd's microphone. Yeah, it's supposed to be parody. It's it's a takeoff on all the big intros that everyone has. It's kind of a oh, oh okay. It's, it's called sarcasm. It's called cynicism. Oh. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't mind the ball thing. I mean, I, it's, 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 it just reminds me of before I went Ken doll. So I, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I got a full tug. You got nothing down uh, there? It's just easier being smooth. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll work on yeah, a, I'll did, work on a new intro for next week. You can get then. all of that spackled <laughs> over now, Lloyd. I didn't know that, but you can't. Well, after the masking incident last week, I thought we may have gone back to that again, but, uh. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot about that. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. If anybody was offended or they were shocked. We did have a call. I had my, my neighbor called and he said that uh, he was listening to it in his car and had to drive immediately to his home. We live there in the same cul-de-sac. And uh, he said he had to go home and look at the masking thing and invited me to come over and watch it with him. But uh, I said, dude, I just can't go there. In fact, we have a call here. He's he's a fan. He is one of our calls. We did have calls this this first show of the year, so let's check out what Rick has to say. Uh, yeah, this is not Lloyd's neighbor, and uh, I didn't want to call, but I have to say, the BBDM, I wish you a happy new year. Thank you. So there you go. He likes the BBDM. He likes the masking. So uh, there's our audience right there, and he's right across the street. He sounds like a happy guy. I hope he's registered. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. He likes the masking and the yeah BBDM. That's the kind of guy that uh, doesn't he have to have a sign in his front yard. That's what we need. Maybe we oh. could get him on the show. I could invite him over next time. You know, we uh, we we do a show. He could just hey, dude, come across the uh, street here and and be a guest. Oh, okay. He won't be on the other side of the privacy fence. <laughs> hey, you you were used. a guest on somebody's show. Who was it, Lloyd? I was. Um, big fan of the show, Pablo. I think it's called the Soda Pop Radio Network or something like that. I, I don't have it in front of me. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was um, I was honored to be on his show. So he's a big fan. And um, Pablo liked the same stuff that your neighbor likes because <laughs> they, it may, we may be attracting a certain element worldwide. <laughs> I hope not. We do have females listening, though, because, you know, Drew had brought up the fact that we're selling, you know, Beaver Kool-Aid T-shirts to to females. And, you know, we've got one caller here that uh, I'll play a little bit later on who wants to win that Echo Dot that we uh, supposedly gave away about, you know, three weeks ago. That uh, Did you give it away, Drew, or do we still have it? We have it. I don't know where to send it. Let's go back. It's the last episode that we are on. We uh, Drew had an Echo Dot to give away, and right. we were we were talking about our phone number, which is eight five 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 seven six twenty five thirty. Eight five 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 seven six. Right. Okay, and what are the last four digits? Twenty five thirty. Eight five 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 seven six two five three zero. So we we were talking about this number and to help promote the number. We decided we give away. Well, we, Drew was going to give away, and. Um, 
the little echo deal. And then, uh, sure enough, someone actually called. We do, and we, we've got her right here. So let's, let's listen to her. Hi, just Winter. finished listening to your podcast, and this is Jessica. I uh, just wanted to answer the trivia uh, where uh, the last time you saw Star Wars, Lloyd, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, <laughs> for the Echo Dot. No, I'm not sure if y'all gave that away already, but anyway, good uh, good podcast, I just want to say. But this is Jessica, if uh, y'all can put me in for the drawing uh, for the Echo Dot, if it hasn't already been done. So thanks. Great podcast. Thanks a lot. Jessica is is a winner. She she knew that I went to see Star Wars in Raleigh, North Carolina. I mean, she gave a lot of valuable information from that previous podcast. So she's kind of a you know, our historian almost right there. So I think she well, deserves she to win the Echo Dot. Maybe she just wrote it down. I mean, you can go back and listen to the podcast anytime you want. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. Well, she I mean, she uh she knew to answer the question. My question is, where on the cul-de-sac does Jessica live? <laughs> Your cul-de-sac. <laughs> Jessica, uh, well, she says she's in the 210, so she's a San Antonio girl. Well, that doesn't mean anything. You move, you keep your area code. Well, yeah, it doesn't I still, matter. I still have my two one zero too, so I guess you're right. I think I think she's she's there somewhere. Is this uh, Jessica, a friend of your daughter's? No, no. Is this how this is all working out? No. This is kind of... Uh, Huh? No, I don't uh, know, I know Jessica. I know it's I don't... a crazy reality, but it's a someone that w- no one knows. I don't know Jessica, but uh, sounds no, like John wants Jessica. to. Well, we're but glad me? she listens. Yeah, I'm glad she listens. No, I, I sure, certainly. I mean, I, I want everybody to listen. I Most just always I, look, man. I'm always, I'm right, these days. I'm always thinking conspiracy. Yeah. So. Congratulations, right. Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. So, what do you have to give away out of your own pocket this week, Drew? Well, we mentioned that uh, over the break, we acquired a Google Home Mini, you wow. know, one of those little hockey pucks. Oh, yeah. They both look like hockey pucks. One of them looks like a furry hockey puck, and the other one actually looks exactly like a hockey puck. Right. And so we've got one of those. So we've got to figure out a way to give that away. Uh, but I thought we would we would uh, we'd throw that one out there, too. And really, it's all in an effort to... You know, get people to, you know, hook up with the home, uh, you know, assistant thing, but also to listen to the podcast. Right. Absolutely. You're thinking, man. You're, so you're thinking out of the box. Unlike me, I'm just going like, let's just bribe the fucking listener and get him to, to call in. Yeah. So and yeah. and you keep paying for it. Yeah. See, I like it because Drew's thinking because that's the way he he's a thinking man. Right. He's about to he's 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 focused on the podcast and how making it easy for people to access the podcast. Right. Yeah. That, that's exactly right. So uh, we'll figure out a way to give away uh, yet another gift from Mr. Drew. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's that's very nice. That is nice, Drew. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, man. Like uh, next week, Lloyd's going to re-gift from Christmas. Well, I gave my wife one of those uh, instant pot, you know, the the pressure cooker thing. And it's still sitting in the box, so I could be giving that away. I don't think she's uh, too, too excited about it. <laughs> Wasn't that like the Cabbage Patch doll for women over 40, yeah. the, the Instapot no, this year? She didn't like it, man. She didn't like it. She's, it's still sitting in the box. She has gone through a, fr- a few recipes. My sister was trying to help me because I was like, you know, I don't know if she's going to like this or not. So she sends her the Instant Pot cookbook, and uh, she did take some notes. So I'm, I'm thinking I might get some boiled eggs, maybe at least, or some deviled eggs. Who knows? But uh, is right, it just like a crock pot. I mean, isn't it basically a crock pot? It's like a crock pot on steroids. It cooks it fast. All I'm hearing is a lot of pot. 
Instant so pot. I, I don't hear that well, but I heard that you gave your wife pot, and she doesn't like it. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to send I like it to this Drew. Idea. Yeah. Instant yeah. pot. Mm. Instant bro. Bro. So. bro. 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 <laughs> Boom. Oh, here comes Jeff Sessions. Oh no. I think the states, uh, you know, have have spoken already, and so I, I think that the train's kind of already on the track. That notwithstanding, I, I still don't think that the federal government is going to, I don't think this is going to fast track the legalization of marijuana in the United States. Not for everybody. And I think it's going to be a long time before Texas does anything. Yeah. Anything. Well, we'll be the last. Uh, how is this going to affect the value of my Jeff Sessions Pez dispenser? <laughs> Well, you can always use it for, uh, you know, next Christmas if you have to give away some elves, you know, because he looks like a little pissed off elf, you know. So yeah, I just, just didn't know if this would increase the value or decrease <laughs> the value. It depends like on I'm if you got any pot a, candy in the Pez dispenser there, you know. I don't know, some man. Edibles. I'm stuck with a Rudy Giuliani bobblehead <laughs> that I thought, you know, I, there was an outside chance that was going to be worth something. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to have a tiny Jeff Sessions that, like, cleans your house like live there all the time. Just, just did whatever you needed him to do. It was like no, because uh, like he'd always pot. be searching for your pot, man. That's the problem. So you know you wouldn't get any house cleaning done because he'd be searching right. for your pot the whole time. No, no, no. You, you, you. He would be like Dobby from Harry Potter. You just beat him <laughs> if he smoked any of your weed. You know, he was always uh, there to clean your house and stuff. Once again, um, this was just uh, something that was loosened during the Obama administration. So. Uh, it's still been, it's always been a federal crime. It remains a federal crime. I mean, it's, it's a schedule a, one drug, man. They, they rank that right up there with heroin. You know, so none of that has changed. That's why yeah. it was always wild that states could just go ahead and do this. And, uh, certainly with California coming on, now you get the big numbers. California needs it. They need it. They're in the dumper. I, I just think you sit back and wait and see if anything happens whatsoever. It's politically, you know it's unpopular. All the polling shows that uh, the majority of Americans are for legalization. Um, it's just. Could, uh, could it's you just, imagine what Texas, what would happen to Texas if weed were legal in Texas? Oh, my God. Uh, Willie's great, 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 great grandchildren who haven't been born yet would all be millionaires. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. You get Willie's Reserve down here right away and get in Colorado right now. Well, the, the, you just said something about pot being legal in Texas, and all I heard was a harp gliss. <laughs> Shit. Well, the thing that really stood out to me was when Sessions, you know, he was quoted as saying, good people don't use marijuana. So that's saying, Drew, you're a bad person. That's saying, Willie's a bad person. That's saying, I'm a bad person. I am a bad person, but Willie Nelson is not a bad guy. No. He just didn't pay his taxes. That's all. Had a couple of divorces. That's all. But other than that, Willie's a good dude. So he uses marijuana. He's, uh, you know, had a good life. Still living. By the way, anybody that tells you that it, uh, it's going to turn your lungs black and give you cancer, uh, I, I submit Willie Nelson as Exhibit A. Yeah, no doubt. But he's been smoking the good shit his whole life. Now, some of that dirt pot you've been getting out of your basement, Drew, that might give you some black lung. I don't know, man. Yeah, still, still reeks of kerosene from the county burn. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, the older you get, the better your weed. Uh, you can imagine if you're 85 years old, the kind of weed you're getting has got to be oh, yeah. unbelievable. You know it, man. There's going to be you some know, good weed You're 16 there. years old, you're getting that Mexican dirt weed. You get into your 20s, your 30s, you start hooking up with some good kind, bud. You get into your age. Have you ever smoked the, the Willie's Retreat? 
I know I, I haven't. I have. I, when I was in so, Seattle, really? oh yeah, when I was in Seattle, it was, it was like, like you said, it's like going from that, that kerosene flavored pot that you remember in your teens to just like this quality fine wine with a big ass steak. I mean, it was amazing. And you took two I mean, puffs like, and you're good. It's you, like going from Folgers crystals to Starbucks. Yeah, it? there you go. That's a great way to uh, put it. Uh, yeah. hang, hang on, Mr. Sessions. I'm triangulating on their positions right now. <laughs> I'll have this for you in just a second. Thank you. And the other thing that I think is that people like us who talk more freely about it, I, I think that sort of moves on the dialogue too. You know, when it becomes such a not a big deal, you know, when people are talking about, yeah, it's illegal here, but you know, I'm buying smoke. I mean, who cares? That's why I wanted to be clear that when I did smoke it, I smoked it in Seattle where it is legal. Now, I didn't say yeah. I smoked it in Texas. I oh. said I smoked it in Seattle. Come on, man. Nobody's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we didn't believe any of that. Nobody's bullshit, doing boy. that. No one's yeah, doing that. I was uh, at 35,000 feet in a neutral zone uh, where this was... Uh, I did it at the speed of sound, right. and so it didn't count. I didn't inhale. You can't go in to a bathroom on an airplane and use your vaporizer because it will set off the smoke alarm, and they will land the plane. Well, people think that well, you know, the the vaporize the vape it just you know it dissipates so quickly that no one's going to they will, and it will set off one of those alarms. Dude, my smoke alarms are so sensitive in my house. If I fart, they go off. So I mean, believe me, if there's if there's a way to set it off with vape in an airplane or a jet, I guarantee it's going to happen. You know what they a lot need? Of us they have need... been wanting to tell you something, Lloyd, for a long time. <laughs> Well, since we've been uh, trying so hard to get um, Amazon to come on as a sponsor, I figured it might as well give them another free plug today. I, I read this quick story uh, before I got on the air today that Toyota and Lexus are going to get uh, Alexa in the cars. So you can basically say, Alexa, you know, order my groceries while you're driving. So mm-hmm. Toyota and Lexus are going to be the first one to get Alexa in the vehicle. So I'll tell you who's losing this whole game, you guys. Apple. Siri. Yep. Siri, you're yeah. exactly right. Would you want Alexa in your car? I mean, Alexa's already. I don't even me return fucking... her phone calls anymore. She text messages me. I don't even return her. Text She's driving me anymore. fucking crazy at home now. I can imagine driving home with her. Swipe like... left on you, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they they're putting Alexa in your car now, and you'll be able to listen to the Beaver right in your car. Now that's nice, huh? Yeah. So what do I do with Kathleen in the trunk? <laughs> you call Rick? Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> come on, cul-de-sac people, help me out now. I'm one of you. <laughs> That's the reason I'm on. Here in Austin, they, right. are, they are screwing up 6th Street so bad. It's basically like dumping a bunch of poo into the river wop. That's really what they've done to 6th Street. Why? What and have they done? Well, now there's this beloved cigar shop. I mean, they've been streaming cigar making on the internet since the internet was baby internet, where you could go and look at their live stream of them making cigars. And they, you could walk by the window and watch these guys making cigars at what midnight, Lloyd? Right? You could walk by that place, that cigar place, and watch oh, yeah. them making making right there uh, in the window. Cigar. Felt like you were down in the the Caribbean somewhere. And the guy that owns it is like 95 years old. He's been in Austin forever. Forever. I mean, he's a staple of the community. This guy has been around forever. He's an original. And he shut down the shop and announced it this week 
And man, he blasted the city while he did it. And everything he said was true. Everything he said was true about how they've completely neglected 6th Street. You look at these other places like 2nd Street here in Austin and uh, Rainy Street, you know, and all these destinations. Warehouse where you, you Talk to somebody who, exactly. Talk to somebody who's, who's never been to Austin. What are they going to say? Well, I've never been to 6th Street. Well, you would never want to go there. Never. And so he closed his shop down and he said, and I stuck it out way longer than I should have. And so I think it's just a real good indicator of where the city is going. When was the last time you were in Austin or on 6th Street, uh, John? Wow. Uh, uh, maybe three years ago. Did you go to 6th Street? I mean, did you did did you actually... I went to 6th Street. Did you yeah. walk it or just drive it? Walk. I mean, did it seem a little scary or dirty or anything out of the ordinary? I find all of Austin to be scary <laughs> and dirty. <laughs> They don't call it Dirty Sixth anymore. They call it Filthy Sixth. Yeah. That's how bad it's got. No, it is bad. They really do. Well, when you say bad, what do you mean bad? Well, you know, it's it's uh, it's nothing, but it, yeah, it doesn't really speak to the city. The city likes to say, oh, we're the live music capital of the world. Well, if you go down to Sixth Street, which used to be where you would go to mm-hmm. watch live music, there is no, it's just nothing but shot bars, right? Yeah. And, and homeless people, and there's shootings down there, and the crime is up, and so on. And, you know, I don't know what they're going to do to fix it. But they really need to clean that up. And yeah. it needs to become a destination spot again and a safe place for Austinites to come down and enjoy themselves. And right now it's Skid Row. But I think most people who do not live in Austin, they kind of think of it like when you go to New Orleans. Well, I got to go to Bourbon Street. You know, they're like, hey, I got to go to Austin, got to hang out on 6th Street. I think it's just ingrained into the city for those who don't live here that it's a destination point still. And it's kind of like when you go to L.A. for the first time. Oh, I got to go to Hollywood. Mm, yeah. No, you don't. I, I do agree <laughs> with that. <clears throat> I think if people don't know it, they know Sixth Street. You know, at least uh, it, certainly uh, older people, because that was the, the street of renown. That was the Bourbon Street, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's worse Bourbon than Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street is gross for those who, who live in New Orleans, but that's where people go so they can go and uh, drink to excess and vomit someplace like right there is that sixth street now is that i'll tell you bourbon street is better than sixth street and i'll tell you why because you can walk around at least with a really tall margarita and you can't even do that at sixth street the only thing you can do on sixth street is get shot yeah i had no idea that sixth street had gotten that bad yeah the cigar place is gone babaloo babaloo so john uh you know you're you're kind of um Probably my most frugal friend, because Drew and I, we just piss money away because we... Don't you have a job? Don't know any better. <laughs> this is good for you, that uh, Pizza Hut and uh, Toyota, they're in the news again. They're uh, they're working on a driverless uh, pizza delivery vehicle, and uh, so they can bring it right there. You know, you can get it, and you don't have to tip your driver anymore, so you can go even cheaper, so... Does this make you feel good or you feel like just uh, more jobs being taken away? I don't uh, trust any of the driverless anything. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about just firing all the kids over at McDonald's and then you go over there and a robot gives you your hamburger. Well, I mean, okay, let's let's turn this into a positive. It is taking away jobs, but if pot ever becomes legal and we could get a driverless dealer. See, that way you wouldn't have to worry about getting shot, Drew, when you when you make your... They have off. like a Woober or whatever it is in L.A., <laughs> and you can have your weed in 15 minutes from ordering it. Really? 
Yeah, I was watching a program on it the other day on uh, the Weed Channel. Is you that through? That on your cable? Did you say that's through Uber or Lyft? That's that's doing that. No, it's just no. I'm just saying it's. I called it Woober only because it was. It's like an Uber for weed. Ah, uh, Woober. But it's, it Woober would be a good name. Yeah, I like that. It's better than Whiff. It's just weed delivery. But you can get it delivered now. You know. I don't know. Think, than, think about this though, Drew. You could have Whiffed. You know, which you can get a Whiffed of the. Yeah, I got one for you guys. Am I stretching? This? How about this? Whiffed. Got it? Got it? Feel it? Feel it? I mean, really, I do, I do. Let me throw something at you. How about whiffed? A play? A play, right? No, you know, I would, I would have a little what boutique. What happens when you, do, when, you, when, you, when you do the podcast uh, when there's still daylight as opposed to nighttime? So, John, what you're saying is we're more creative at uh, 10 o'clock at night than we are, say, when we record it in the afternoon. It's a different feel. It's a different feel. It is a different feel. So I'm sorry. My attention most of the time has been on my yard boy. <laughs> so I've been kind of uh, checking well, out what's going on. He's sweeping not, the pollen for me. I'm not going there at all. I could send Rick down for you, you know. <laughs> you don't understand. This is the way I communicate with the network. See, I do. I drop these little things in and it's code. Okay, that's how we communicate. That's how we avoid the law at this point. Yes. Yeah, I guess what he's saying is his yard boy is his weed dealer and he's sitting out in the car outside. He's waiting. Gotcha. (laughs) He's going like we all fucking end this podcast already. I got another delivery today. What is this phone call that we have? We have Trey on the line. Let's see what Trey has to say here. Hey, guys, I just wanted to call and wish all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Y'all just made my new year better with Beaver Goulet coming back. I enjoy it hearing everybody on the air. Uh, you know, maybe next uh, next episode y'all could talk about uh, 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 this new tax reform that everybody's talking about. Anyways, guys, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is uh, Trey. Uh, following y'all on Facebook and, and uh, uh, just keep up the good work. Thanks, man. So there's Trey. Hey, right Trey. There. Yeah. Uh, hey, Trey. Uh, we were we were we were going to talk about the education bonds that we're going to vote on in November, <laughs> but instead talk about tax reform. How about that 2018 midterm? And how about Oprah? We're running for president. We should hit all the hot topics today. See, we we've talking about fucking weed and dirty six. Who cares about Oprah Winfrey running for president? <laughs> Listen, that's a weekend thing. It was based upon a very good speech that she gave at the Golden Globe. And you know what? I, I think we have to stop. Um, I think we have right. to stop encouraging celebrities right. from getting in. This, need, this, this yes. does not need to be, I, uh, totally. you know, an idiocracy type of deal. It's, we gotta, getting we gotta, to be, it's, it's enough to make me puke. By you know, the way. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'll take the politicians over, over the reality stars. By the way, Michael Douglas just wants you to know. He did not masturbate in front of that woman 30-some years ago. I barely remember yesterday. Yeah. I, I know it's mean to talk about old people, and everybody gets old and ugly, but he looked like Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> yeah, something happened there. That was a lift that, did, that went south. It may have been a flip instead of a lift. It's like, no, uh, put it on the other side. Back to the other side. And you don't know if it's Michael Douglas or if it's Kirk Douglas. You can't tell. They've all had so much work. Yeah, yeah very similar. There's, because they're getting closer. They're moving closer and closer to looking the same rapidly. <laughs> um, 
rapidly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm tired of the, the celebrity like thing and candles. somebody sounds sensible and it doesn't if they're in the entertainment world. See, that's what I mean. Trump opened this door now to everyone. That Jesse he did. Did it when he when he was a governor on the state level. And then you got Arnold Schwarzenegger and you get but now the Trump thing has opened this to anybody. Oh yeah. So if anyone makes sense, then uh there's always gonna be a number of people that say you know, that person should be president. And that's the problem. When you start looking around and you feel like so many people are presidential or have the ability to do the job, it just shows you what the job, what the the feeling about the job or the opinion of the job, how low it's gotten. Because it's an extremely difficult job. It's a job that really no one can do with the that it's that has great ability. But I mean, I know he was in there and there's it's totally that's the reason why we are where we are i know he was governor of california but couldn't we kind of pin this on ronald reagan i mean he yeah, was he was an he was it. an actor right i mean we could and then after that we kind of got into the whole uh you know oh actors could be politicians we were on Reagan. and then all this and then now we got reality stars and uh, billionaires you know become mayors first and then politicians later i don't i don't know if it's preferable to have an attorney rise and and uh, become a politician and then they're in i mean why is that preferable than some other profession i don't really care i just want somebody that that it's i just i don't care really what your background is but you've got to be really bright to do that job you got to be a special person and it's not just one who's capable of giving a good speech well you're kind of contradicting yourself because i mean oprah's done a lot of good things in her life she's been very active in the community she's given away a lot of cars um, you know, but <laughs> I mean, she she's done a lot for the community. She seems to be. And believe me, I'm not a big Oprah fan. I mean, I laughed when, you know, two days after she gives this amazing speech, her photo is all over social media, sitting at a table with Weinstein, giving him a kiss on his cheek. So there's nothing sacred on social media. But if I had a choice between Oprah and Donald Trump. I'd probably go on the Oprah train. I'm just saying we shouldn't have that kind of option. Well, that's true too, and that's I what we're getting. To well, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna you know, I would choose Theo Huxtable over <laughs> Donald Trump. That's what I just I mean. don't I think, think that we, we can sit. We can't sit yeah. and talk about that kind of thing, dude. You're going the wrong way. I would have I would have brought back Lisa Bonet. I mean, come on. If we're gonna go there, let's at least bring somebody that's hot. So, I, well, if we're going to talk about fictional characters, I'd rather have something that's animated. <laughs> How about Barney Rubble for president? Yeah. Alf. Uh, so maybe we need this. We need a driverless mm. White House. Now you're on to something, John. A driverless president. Oh, how about how about the entire thing done with AI, like how you can have your cable bill lowered through, uh, you know, those bots? Yeah. Or we just have a bot president. Yeah. I think or we're onto something. We, we could have that could be what are we giving away today? <laughs> Google Home Mini. We're maybe giving away the forty seventh president of the United States. <laughs> that's what I mean. Maybe we go maybe you go into the Oval Office and that's all that's there. We yeah, get everything is handled point. by Alexa. Like Alexa is the president. Need. And yeah, the thing about it is you could get multicolored ones. So you could have a white one one week. You could have a black one the next week, a red one, you know, a purple one, a green one. You know, you can have all different colors. Well, and- you just wait. You wait four years. We don't we don't change the law. You just upgrade every four years, right. you know, <laughs> just a yeah. thought version two. No, I like that, John. That's that's good thinking, man. So how do you want to um, how do you want to tee this up and uh, get it out there to the people? 
I think what you have to do is you, we have to do it the old American way. We're going to have to put Siri up against Alexa and vote. Well, they should debate first. They got to have a debate. We got to have Siri and Alexa in a debate. And then from whoever wins uh, should be the president. You're going to have to have somebody run the debate. And I think Deep Blue should run the debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, help me out. Who's Deep Blue? I'm I'm ignorant to this. Oh, you guys don't know? I don't know. That's uh, IBM's. IBM supercomputer. Ah, okay. Well, thank you for yeah. clarifying that. I would have said Watson, but nobody would. Lloyd went that. porn. I guarantee you, Lloyd's brain yeah. went porn. Oh, yeah. As soon oh, yeah. as you said that. Yeah, right. <laughs> he blew. You know, now, what he saw in his brain when he, was, when he went porn and, and was thinking deep blue. There's our trivia question. What was Lloyd thinking when uh, Drew brought up deep blue? If you know well, the I answer guess. to that question, 855 855- Five seven six twenty five thirty for a Google Home Mini. Well, you never said what you were thinking. Well, I was thinking porn, like you said. He was looking at his microphone, okay. thinking big right. black. He wasn't thinking. So big you black. were thinking porn. BBDM, man, come on! When you're staring at this big thing, what else can you think of? Yeah. I was thinking your neighbor masking. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, I was going to ask. Did he end up buying one of those? Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. Oh uh, yeah. Lloyd's neighbor, and uh, I didn't want to call, but yeah, uh, yeah. What was that, Rick? Oh uh, yeah. So I think he did. Uh, nice. So <laughs> we gotta go, we gotta go over there and see it. Oh, oh my God, his wife is gonna be so pissed. Uh, here's what's gonna happen: his wife is gonna call my wife and say, "Look." I don't know what uh, your husband's doing over there in his little studio talking about my husband looking at porno in his office here, but he needs to cut that shit out. It's not just porn. It's porn costumes. It is porn costumes and <laughs> masking. <laughs> Latex lingerie. Yeah. I got the, the guy from down the street, and he's he climbed into a latex yard boy outfit, and that's what I've been looking at this whole time. Just masking. I'll tell you what, if this podcast does anything, if it goes anywhere, uh, the first money that I make is going to go to masking suits for the two of you guys. Well, there that's you go. my gift to you. Halloween. Not Halloween. Halloween, any Costco. Day, any what day. are you talking about, man? Uh, yeah. I'd be out and about. I, I plead the fifth on this one. I, I'm, I haven't even gone to the website. I mean, at least you guys have a visual. I can only, I only have this visual in my head. If we can find, if we can procure a costume, I'll wear it. I'll put it on. You Come will on. wear it. Yeah, I'll wear it. And we'll take pictures of it and put it on Beaver Kool Aid's Instagram or something. We could give it away too after you wear it. After it's got a little bit yeah. of that, you Why'd know, you give it away. Those things are too grand. And my personal outfit has yeah. set me back so far $4,300. <laughs> and I haven't even got my nails done. Can you get accessories after you get the framework there? <laughs> yeah, man, they can put hair on it and everything, Lloyd. Wow. Wow. John got the deluxe uh, suit. He got the, he, got the, he got the butt hair and the taint hair and everything. <laughs> Detailed work. Well, this has been uh, this has been another fun podcast. We kind of started like uh, the Alabama offense, you know, a little slow, build up, almost got our asses kicked, and then right at the last minute, boom, we uh, we win the national championship. So uh, I don't know. I think I think to me the whole show was sort of like 
uh, hey, let's try to be uh, above ground, high tech, high tech, Oprah. And then we just uh, went right down into the dumper. Right the to the with, shitter, with, uh, as, we never, as we normally do with Beaver Kool-Aid. Which is, as you do. So uh, we try to be on topic and have a format, but typically, I, what have we learned, Drew? Well, we've learned that masking costumes are really expensive. <laughs> we, we learn once again we can't let that masking thing go. It comes back. <laughs> And the big black dick, Mike, is always with us, which is, um, you know. Though, thankfully, we can't see it. Rick's favorite we know thing. it's there just a millimeter away from Lloyd's lips. Oh, uh, yeah. So the number, <laughs> 855-576-2530. And you need to answer the question, when Drew said big blue, what was Lloyd thinking? When it was deep blue, what was Lloyd thinking? Deep blue porn. Yeah, so congratulations to Jessica for yeah. the uh, Alexa, the Amazon dot, and then and then uh, we'll give away this uh, Google one next week. Yeah, little Jessica. So thanks, great podcast. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Fight the Jessica. Power. Fight Heard. the power. So we've got Fight. Jessica's phone number, Drew. I'll, I'll give that to you. I'll, John may try yeah. to call her too. So my current mo is what I try to do is is just find the victim, but then I I go and I become their girlfriend. That's the advantage of the masking outfit. I become their 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 friend, and then at some point, I'm at their apartment or their house, and I step out of the restroom without the, the rubber suit on. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm the guy. <laughs> but by now, we're friends, you see, so okay. <laughs> You gotta keep that, man. And that's the that's so good. You know, Lyle man. used to do the catchphrase way back in the day of uh, of Kiss Morning. So I don't know. We may have to bring the catchphrase back. I think we've got one this week for sure. I mean, good. No, Lord. that thing, that little thing, you got to That should run through the entire uh, history of the podcast. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Get it hard. With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew. Make it look a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass. <laughs> <laughs>